Bradley Beal and the Washington Wizards are currently discussing trade scenarios that would send the all-star guard out of Washington this offseason. This is coming on the heels of a major announcement by the New York Knicks, who had discussions internally earlier this season to add Bradley Beal to the Knicks roster this summer. Now with Bradley Beal potentially being available, will the New York Knicks make a swing trade for Bradley Beal? Also, some NBA executives look at Emmanuel Quickly's contract and they speak out on what the guards should be making this offseason. We're going to be discussing this and so much more today. Let's get started. The Knicks have been discussing a Bradley Beal deal since earlier in the season. And now with Bradley Beal potentially being available, the New York Knicks might swing on a Bradley Beal trade. According to Woj, Wizards and Bradley Beal's agent will discuss trade scenarios as rival teams inquire about the three-time All-Star. After that Woj bomb was dropped, Ian Bagley dropped the bomb of his own. According to Ian Bagley, the Knicks internally discussed Bradley Beal during the season as a trade option for this summer. And lo and behold, we're now close to the summer and Bradley Beal is currently discussing trade scenarios for him to go to different teams. And the New York Knicks, if Bradley Beal is made available and states that he wants to leave the Wizards, the Knicks might be one of the teams that call to see what it would take to add Bradley Beal to the New York Knicks. It's clear as day. If the New York Knicks are looking to add Bradley Beal, then that means they're looking to upgrade a guard position on their roster. And if that's the likely case, that means they're comfortable with moving a guard that they have. And the only guard that would fit that bill is Emmanuel Quickly. I'm not saying that he would be the centerpiece of the trade, but if the Knicks swung on a Bradley Beal trade, it's likely that Emmanuel Quickly would be included in that deal. Because let's be honest here, Bradley Beal is an all-star, superstar type of guard. In terms of what he can do and his production, he is one of the better guards in the league, especially scoring the basketball, something that the New York Knicks needed sorely, and they missed it so much in the playoffs. They needed another shot creator and somebody who could take the rock and score at will. Jalen Brunson can do that. And guess what? Bradley Beal... He can do it too. Woes also noted the following. The Wizards might explore trading Beal this summer, adding that the franchise is staying in close contact to discuss scenarios. Bradley Beal is only 29 years old. I know it feels like he's been in the league for years and years and years, and he has been, but he's still only 29 years old. So he does fit the age trajectory of the New York Knicks. He's not exactly in line with the 25 or 26 age gap, but he is still within the range of Brunson and Randall, so he would fit that trajectory if he was added to the New York Knicks. The thing to note about Bradley Beal is his contract. Last summer, he signed a 251 million Supermax contract. Not only that, but within that contract, he has a no-trade clause. What that means is, he will tell you what the next team he's going to play for is going to be. The Wizards do not have any control in that regard. If he doesn't want to go to a certain team that they want to barter with and they want to trade with, he can just say no and kill the discussion right there. He has all of the power in the trade negotiation talks. He can dictate where he wants to go and when he wants to go. He has all of that power. 
And for the Wizards, that kind of hurts a little bit. Because if you're looking to move Beal, you want to be open to every single team. To see what every single team can offer you. So you get the best package asset deal you possibly can for Beal. Because let's get this straight. If the Wizards are trading Bradley Beal and he's the first domino that they're trading, then it's clear as day that the Washington Wizards are looking to rebuild. They're looking to rebuild their roster, recoup assets, and start back from the beginning. And that means that if Bradley Beal gets moved, then KP is getting moved, and so is Kyle Kuzma. That means that entire roster that they've built to be competitive in the East will be blown up and they will start from the bottom again. And as was recently reported, the Washington Wizards are looking to move up to top three in this year's draft. So it's clear that the Washington Wizards are trying to prioritize drafting and getting young players and young talent to rebuild this roster up from the ground. They have been working with Bradley Beal for 11 years straight now, and it hasn't panned out at all. KP, another great piece, but you're going to have to likely pay him because he's going to want more money and a longer contract. So you're going to have to tie out money with KP, and it's a risk because obviously he's injury prone. And then you have Kuzma, who also balled out this year and had a great year. So he's going to be expecting uh, you know, a big payday as well too. So all those guys want money. Somebody already has money in Bradley Beal, $250 million Supermax contract. So they had to make a decision. And I think riding the Bradley Beal wave for so long, I think it's time to get off. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Thankfully for the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal is young and he's still extremely productive. In 50 games last year, Bradley Beal averaged 23.2 points, 5.4 assists, and 3.9 rebounds while shooting 50.6% from the floor and 36 from deep. That is incredible. Like I said before, if the New York Knicks are going to add Bradley Beal, you know what you're getting. A bucket getter, a shot maker, a shot creator. He can do whatever you need him to do on offense. And he is gifted. One of the better scorers in the league. However, the biggest issue with Beal is that no trade clause. That gives him the power to control his destiny, his fate, to decide what team he wants to play for next. And according to Sham Sharana, he may not have to look hard because it's rumored that the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat will be prominent figures in the chase for Bradley Beal if he is available to be had this offseason. And that would be a crazy dynamic if you could get Bradley Beal to Miami. Honestly, I think the Bradley Beal news has a lot of legs to it. Just given the trajectory of the Wizards as we speak right now, they missed the playoffs. They have to pay a lot of people, even though that same roster didn't get them further enough to make any noise in the playoffs. So you have that to think about as well, too. And then you have to think about the fact that if you run this whole entire roster back, you tie up your money for years. So you potentially can't add anybody else. And under the new CBA, it's going to make it harder to sign these free agents. The Bradley Beal sweepstakes are going to be must-watch TV this summer because I believe a lot of teams are going to be in the running. The New York Knicks absolutely will be one of those teams in the running for Beal and his services if he is made available and if the trade package for him makes sense. They obviously had discussions about adding Beal this summer 
earlier on in this past season. And now with him potentially being available, the New York Knicks might absolutely pull the trigger on this trade if and only if they don't have to sell the house in order to get him. It's going to be extremely interesting to watch though. Fred Katz of The Athletic polled 15 NBA executives to speak out on Quickly's contract and what they believe is fair market value for Emmanuel Quickly. Now on this channel, we've been covering Emmanuel Quickly and the potential contract he may have for weeks. We've said it because a lot of reports came out that the floor for Emmanuel Quickly's deal would be $80 million, but it could be as high as $100 million. So when Fred Katz released this poll, he wanted to get an idea of what other NBA executives think about Emmanuel Quickly, his value, and why they would give him that contract. And the range of figures that we got for Emmanuel Quickly and what potential NBA executives think his value is, was a little shocking. Let's take a look at some of these numbers. So according to Fred Katz, the range of guesses for Quickly's extension from the Knicks were between $12.5 million per season, four years, $50 million, and $27.5 million annually for four years, $110 million. That's a, I don't ever want to hear that number again. That's just way too high. Now we're going to look at some of the other figures that were thrown out by some of the other NBA executives that took the vote. So some of the numbers that were given to Katz were the following. Five years, $125 million. Oh my God. Four years, $100 million. Five years, $100 million. Four years, $80 million. And four years, $72 million. The figures that I just read, I mean, some of those were absolutely ridiculous. A hundred plus million for a bench player who collapsed in the playoffs? You want to spend all your cap on bench players so you have nothing to do or add in free agency? I definitely do not agree with that. There was one figure on Kat's list that I looked at and I said, you know what? I'm okay with it. And I think you probably can guess it was the $72 million figure. He was terrible in the playoffs when he was active and healthy. We have to look at that and be honest with ourselves. That's why his contract number of $72 million sounds like an extremely fair deal. The best thing about Quickly, though, was his availability. 81 games played. Talk about like another Iron Man. He just does not like to miss time and doesn't like to miss games. He likes to be in the game, be in rhythm, and do whatever Tom Thibodeau needs him to do. And I argue, if you pay Emmanuel Quickly this amount of money this offseason and you give him that extension... You must start Emmanuel quickly. You cannot have a bench player making upwards of 72 to $80 million riding the bench. One last point on quickly. The Knicks owe quickly $4.2 million in 2023-2024, the final season of his rookie contract. He would become a restricted free agent next offseason if the two sides are unable to agree to terms on an extension. Now, I think the Emmanuel Quickly New York Knicks drama in terms of how much he will get paid or what the value is going to be, I think that's going to be addressed very, very soon. And I do think that the New York Knicks will offer Emmanuel Quickly an extension this offseason. If for nothing else, it's because I know that the New York Knicks, especially Tom Thibodeau, loves Emmanuel Quickly and believes in him. That's the first thing. But also, if you believe in IQ and you believe that he has more to show you and you believe in his potential, you're going to pay him early to bank on that potential. Because let's say if they do it again next year and they get to the playoffs and Emmanuel quickly shows out in the playoffs and doesn't have another dud, that contract 
would look like an absolute steal. And I think the New York Knicks are going to look at this and monitor this. The decision is all on the New York Knicks. The NBA Finals might be over, but that doesn't mean that the NBA offseason hasn't already begun. Because the NBA is already conducting drug testing early. And we found this out thanks to our point guard, Jalen Brunson, who basically announced on Twitter that the NBA called him about drug testing already. And we haven't even been a few hours in to this offseason already. But the NBA is already cracking down on that. But am I surprised that the NBA contacted him about drug testing? No. And I'm damn sure he's not the only one who was contacted. I'm sure there were a lot of NBA players, Brunson, of course, included, that had that call with the NBA about drug testing already. And you know what? I can understand it a little bit in regards to why the NBA is moving this way. And the one name that comes to mind in my head is John Morant. After the whole John Morant scandal and everything he's doing, I'm sure the NBA doesn't want any other issues. So they want to be as on point, accurate, and on time with these things as best as possible. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens as the rest of this offseason unfolds. If you like this episode today, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans, peace.